Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone from around the world. This is Reverend Karen Heasley from the Spiritual Path Spiritualist Church, and we would like to welcome all of you to our divine service this morning. And sit back, relax, and we hope that we will inspire you in some way this morning. I'd like to turn the service over to Reverend Pam Lemon, where she would do our principles. Thank you, Reverend Karen. Good morning, everyone. We'll start with our seven principles of spiritualism. The first, the fatherhood of God. Second, the brotherhood of man. Third, the communion of spirits and the ministry of angels. Fourth, the continuous existence of the human soul. Fifth, personal responsibility. Sixth, compensation and retribution hereafter for all the good and evil deeds done on earth. And seventh, eternal progress open to every human soul. Thank you. Thank you. And now I would like to turn the service over to Reverend Marilyn Fair. Thank you and good morning. We're going to start with our healing prayer. Divine Spirit, please send the light of protection to all that need healing here and around the world. We ask that you stay near to us, keeping us safe. We ask that your light shine down upon us, giving us the strength and faith to overcome the obstacles that were placed on our path. Divine Spirit, we ask that you send healing to those who are in need of help today. We ask that your healing light surrounds us and makes us whole again. Let your light, love, and power restore us to perfect health. Amen. Now I want you to think of a loved one, a friend, a relative, or even your pet that might need healing today. And, of course, you may also send healing to the world. At this time, you may send healing to everyone risking their own lives to save others. And you may need help also today, and that's fine. As you are sending healing or asking for healing for yourself, know that your healing thoughts matter. Know that you matter. 
you may now think of them and yourself as safe, protected, and healed. Know that the universe, the divine, surrounds them, protects them, and keeps them safe as well as yourself. Know that you are loved. Know that your loved ones, friends, relatives, pets, and the world are surrounded by God's love. As you know, Thanksgiving is next Thursday. It is such a wonderful time for all of us to take a few moments and think about how grateful we are. The pandemic makes it hard to do things we used to do. I will miss our Thanksgiving dinner at the church for those who didn't have a place to go. This was a special holiday for us. Sharing our food with others made our Thanksgiving special. We will miss this holiday. Now, since we are at home with our immediate family, we can find many things to be grateful for. Take the time to send healing to those essential workers who work tirelessly and don't complain. Take the time to send healing out to the world. As you are sitting down for your Thanksgiving meal, think about the many blessings you have in your life. We may not be able to do all the things we are used to doing, but we can do good things every day. Enjoy the special moments you have with your family. Some of us are missing members of our family, but they are always in our heart. We can be grateful for the time we had with them. Gratitude and thankfulness also brings us closer to our divinity. We forget sometimes that we are spiritual beings. Enjoy your holiday, but remember, Thanksgiving is a time for kindness, forgiveness, and love. Thanksgiving is a time for our own healing. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Fair. And now... I am going to turn the service over to Reverend Pam Lemon, where she is going to give the homily. Thank you. Through the teachings of spiritualism, as seekers, we must realize that to find God, we must constantly look within. When we realize that God is within us, we will then see the signs of infinite intelligence everywhere. If we seek the truth and begin to grow, we realize that jealousy, hatred, envy, and greed are signs of selfishness and must be thrown aside if we want to travel the path of self-discovery. Spiritualism teaches that for people to be of greatest good to themselves and others, they must develop a way to be receptive to the finer vibrations that come from the universe. The first step to obtaining this receptivity is to engage in correct and constructive thinking. Although there are many ways to receive information from the five senses, 
there also lies dormant within all of us the power of receiving from the great reservoir of infinite intelligence. This can be referred to as inner vision. The first step to understanding it is to learn about it. H. Gordon Burroughs, in his book, Becoming a Spiritualist, wrote that students on a quest to learn this development should enter into the silence for a few minutes each day, relaxing the body and mind, and enter into contemplation by saying, quote, I know that more things are wrought by prayer than this world dreams of. Therefore, my voice will rise like a fountain in prayer for myself, for those whom I call friends, and for all mankind. O infinite intelligence, ruler of the universe, make me more receptive to you and your blessings. May I be more conscious of the great knowledge around and about me. And may I, as I grow more able to know you, receive bountifully from you and impart real knowledge to my fellow man. End of quote. There is another thought that I love that reflects this message, and it simply states, If one does not go within, one goes without. You must quiet the outer world so the inner world can give you guidance. As you develop spiritual receptivity, you may become more aware of changes that take place inside of you, such as as more confidence and a greater capacity for joy. With continued practice in developing spiritual awareness through prayer and meditation, you may experience a greater level of calm and gratitude in your life, which may pour over into relationships and interactions with others. Think how much more peaceful the world would be if everyone practiced this method of developing spiritual awareness. As spiritualists, we believe that we have the choice to continue to develop our souls after we pass into the next life. This wonderful opportunity that God has given us should not wait until we are no longer in the physical body. But start now, as it will continue once we pass. We can remember that to look outward is to dream, and to look inward is to awaken. Awakening the mind to receive the higher vibrations from the universe can lead to development of an individual's inner vision. But so often, we become immersed in the rush of what we have to accomplish and worry about things we may not be able to control. Thus, we spend our lives not living in the present moment, which is what divine intelligence wants us to do. To live in peace, we have to adjust our attitude 
to that of calm, contemplative waiting with faith and confidence in the power which placed us here. The power by which we move and act and have our being, which is the infinite intelligence of God. When we learn to trust and have faith in that infinite intelligence, that faith will become the quality to steer us calmly in the path which will bring about the fulfillment of desires. So the place to work is where we are at the present moment. The thing to do for the moment is what we are doing. Making those actions as happy as possible for those around us helps us complete those tasks as joyously as possible. And when a new place and a new task is presented, it will be the right place and the right task and under the right conditions. To accomplish this sense of calmness and faith, we must be receptive, allowing us to analyze facts, to make judgments, to always be in faith in God and under the protection of infinite intelligence. We cannot live without infinite intelligence. And the closer we get to it through prayer and meditation, the sweeter and dearer life will become. So much of what the early spiritualists did have impacted the human family through awareness of the meaning of inner vision. Men and women sensitized enough to receive inspiration from the other side of life. In other words, they had a vision, an inner light, or a voice that spoke to them, which the average person does not have, are oracles of history. Today, the mediums and sensitive ones are listening, as they always have, for guidance on a better way of life for all. We can all develop this listening by quieting our minds and hearts and using prayer and meditation to reach higher vibrations from the universe. We have always belonged to God. We are all part of this divine intelligence. We are a physical being animated by a spiritual soul, and death is only an incident in the continuous existence of the human soul, which is our fourth principle of spiritualism. We should seek a closer conscious relationship to infinite intelligence and can develop it with not only prayer and meditation, but also with mindfulness of our thoughts and actions on a daily basis. Living in the present moment with God as our beacon of light will contribute to calmness and clarity in what we want to achieve. How we interact with others Seeing the divinity in everyone helps on this path.
And as I close today's homily, here is a prayer I want to show, share with you from an angel calendar on my desk that I read every day. And it says, Eternal angel, love that knows no end. Where am I going and why am I here? Help me, wise one, to find who I am and to know my purpose here on earth. Thank you all. God bless you and keep safe. Thank you, Reverend Karen. Thank you, Reverend Pam. And now I'm going to turn the service over to Reverend Ashley Ash. She will do a closing prayer. Thank you, Reverend Karen. Today I'm going to read a prayer from the Book of Spiritualist Prayers for Thanksgiving, known as Blessings. Source of love, source of goodness, source of all. We lift our hearts in praise and joy and thanksgiving as we bring the presence of spirit into our consciousness and open the door to the unseen world. At this season of thanksgiving, we become more consciously aware of our gratitude and for all the blessings we have been given. We ask for a blessing again on each of us who have been drawn together here this morning. Our spiritual searches have led each of us to this place to better understand the infinite mystery of spirit. Help us to grow in wonderment of the world of spirit and to move to a more perfect understanding of spirit within ourselves and others. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Karen. Thank you, Reverend Ashley Ash. Okay, so... I thought about um, Thanksgiving, and what I want to do in the service today is talk about Thanksgiving Day historically. The first Thanksgiving Day, 1621, and therefore I, William Bradford, by the grace of God today, and the franchise of this good people, Governor of Plymouth, say, through virtue of vested power, ye shall gather with one accord and hold in the month of November thanksgiving unto the Lord. Thus, Thanksgiving Day was born. For their preservation and abundance harvest, the pilgrims knelt together to give thanks to God. These courageous founders labored well to bring forth corn, grain, and yellow squash from recently cultivated land. They offered their friendship to the native Indians. In turn, these Indians showed them how to work the hard, barren soil. In true brotherhood, they sat together before a feast of wild turkey, its side bursting with fragrant stuffing. The golden brown pumpkin pie promised a perfect finale to the scrumptious spread. 
It was the Indian's land before the tilling of the soil gave the pilgrims their food. No forests were cleared until the Indian carved the first pass through the vast wilderness of pines, spruce, and hemlocks. In their search for food, Indians lived close to nature, and they discovered the medicinal value of many herbs, leaves, and barks. For the pilgrims, these pathfinders proved trustworthy guides and healers. Pilgrims listened gratefully to the Indians. American Indians were intelligent as well as industrious. They were spiritual people. They spoke of the great spirit known to the settlers as God. They believed that at the end of life here, man went on to the happy hunting ground, the spirit world or heaven, to the newscomers at Plymouth. These were the warm, friendly people who greeted the Mayflower landing at Plymouth Rock on a stern and rock-bound shore. A new land, this very old country of the American Indian, and as brothers of one great family all joined in humble gratitude to celebrate the first Thanksgiving Day. Every year, it is right and proper to honor the courage of our pioneers in 1620. All kinds of hardships stalked their hills with a lack of food, sickness, and bitter cold of a winter such as they had never known before. But nothing could deter these dauntless settlers from their foothold on American soil. Publicly, they gave thanks for the spiritual help they had received. Although Thanksgiving had been celebrated throughout the various colonies, it was first originally announced in 1631 by Massachusetts in 1789, America's first president, George Washington, designated November as a time for this observance. New York State proclaimed began in 1817, and the southern state of Virginia followed suit in 1855. It fell to President Abraham Lincoln to set the last Thursday in November for this National Day of Thanks. Annually, it was so declared by all presidents until Franklin D. Roosevelt occupied the White House. America had just passed through a Great Depression. In 1939, due to national economic necessity, a new date was fixed. More shopping time between Thanksgiving and Christmas was the urgent need President Franklin D. Roosevelt proclaimed the fourth Thursday in November be set aside annually for remembering that first colonial year after the landing of the Pilgrims. In 1941, this was made into law by the Congress of the United States. It is interesting to note that Canada, friendly neighbor to the north of our country, also celebrates Thanksgiving Day. Once again, American pays tribute to her pioneers. She endeavors to make this Thanksgiving Day a worthy and meaningful time of gratitude with joy and festivity. And that's how Thanksgiving Day started. Sorry. So I want you all to know that maybe it won't be as festive 
for us today because of this pandemic, but we can all think about what our pioneers had to go through to make this day come true. And as I said before, you are never, never alone out there. Also, I would like to thank the congregation and people who have donated blankets for the blanket drive. And we're still taking blankets until uh, next week, the end of the next week. So if you have any, um, bring them to us. Um, and I guess that's what concludes the service today. I want everybody to sit back, relax, and know you are never alone and hope that you can be the light that helps others see. God bless you all. Good day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.